0: Welcome to Marin Costello Radio, where we have intentional conversations with impactful people, your weekly dose of motivation, inspiration, and entrepreneurship. Join me as we explore the ins and outs of building and running a business, interview leaders across all industries, and find the common denominator beneath it all. This is Marin Costello Radio. Oh, baby, do we have a guest for you on the show today. Born in Florida, Tess Lee is about as local as it gets. She spent her childhood in Tarpon Springs doing all things outdoors. From there, she moved around a bit playing college soccer in Georgia and then finishing her degree at USF. With a background in hospitality, Tess found success in event coordination, me too, and being in front of the camera. Oh my gosh, me too. Full circle. <laughs> this experience, full circle. Full circle. This experience is what landed her the opportunity to join forces with her now Sunny Collabs family, ultimately creating a powerhouse team of all things social media and content creation. Outside of Sunny Collabs, Tess continues to stay in front of the camera to include her recent show called Serpent Invasion that just launched and streams weekly on the History Channel. With their families close by, Tess, her husband Milo, and their two dogs, Wigs and Pigs, now live in South Tampa where they remain intentionally involved in their local community and take advantage of all that Tampa has to offer I
1: I meant intently did I say intentionally
0: no I added intentionally because I find you to be one of the most intentional people in my life Uh, okay (laughs) okay
2: okay cool cool cool
0: (laughs) I ad-libbed a little because I was like we need some words about how much I love Tess hi (laughs) how's your day what's happening over there
1: Day is busy. Uh I um so far I'm like on day two of the week where I'm like canceling workouts. So it's all a it's all a good thing because you're moving and grooving. But you know, sometimes you're just like full steam ahead. And I'm like friends are like, hey, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, I am on autopilot, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's <laughs> yeah, just uh yeah, just working. What are you up to?
0: Living the dream. I am resisting the autopilot so to mm. speak i mm-hmm. think that my autopilot is going to go into full steam ahead next week i'm still recovering from like an amazingly packed q4 so i i'm giving myself grace to like ease into the new year but i feel like i'll be maybe not on your level but close to your level next week maybe the week well i gotta
1: i gotta cram it in this one because we're gonna go see my grandmother in georgia um like friday saturday sunday for her. Uh, another trip Um, so we are I'm trying to get it all in before I
0: go I love it well you and I met fairly recently in our professional lives you um, being a huge part of Sunny Collabs and then with the jewelry brand we've collaborated in so many different ways with working with influencers with events with content all the things and I like to think that the Sunny Collabs family is now my family as well I like insert myself as much as I can I live for you guys but let's go back to the early years. Tell me about Little Tess. Ooh. What was Little Tess?
1: Um, so, I uh, grew up in Tarpon Springs and was um, everything, every description you could come up with uh, as a tomboy. My father was meant to have sons, and the Lord was like, Mm-mm, three girls it is. Uh, so, he tried his best uh, to, to turn us all into tomboys at the least and was successful with two out of three of us and then eventually got his got his boy at the end but um you know just grew up in a a very kind of a remote area um tarpon wasn't quite as developed as it is now and it's still not developed but um it's definitely up and coming uh from what it used to be but um yeah lived there my whole life i've been hunting and uh was, you know, partially homeschooled for part of my education. Um, my mom and dad decided to take that feed on. And uh, yeah, my family was always pretty close by. I've got a massive family. And I was just very fortunate. I had a, a childhood that really allowed me to be a child. And that was, that was cool. Was cool. my dog is shoving the ball in between my legs because she wants to get on my bed. <laughs> Hi,
0: puppy. You oh, can't see it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> So cute. Um, so You are a Tampa native. You have such a vast network of people in your Rolodex, so to speak. But I find that your way of approaching relationships and your approach to quote unquote networking is so natural and honest and generous and giving. Where did you either learn those relationship skills or where did you harness those relationship skills?
1: Mm. You know, I, I don't. I don't really know. It's just one of those things that uh, I guess we could say it started as a child, right? You know, my parents taught me not like not to be like afraid of conversation with people that I don't know. I mean, obviously, still stranger danger kind of thing, right? But you know, an adult walks into a room or somebody that is in a position that you just don't know anything about, like you can still have a conversation with them. Uh, you can still talk to them, and it just granted me this skill set to be able to kind of converse with almost anybody and whether I agree with what you're doing, or I understand what you're doing. Um, you know, I I seem to be able to make it till I make it at least with a conversation, but, but then it does, it, does, it is organic, you know, like, you know, I'm invested in you and in, in multiple ways so much so that I was trying to connect with you when I was in Nashville for my sister's bachelorette party, like that's not, that's outside of any working relationship that you, that we might've had. And um, so I don't know, I think it just people are people and they want to feel important and they want to feel loved and connected. And, and if you can offer any of that, I think it speaks to people more than just kind of a surface level relationship.
0: Where does your drive and your work ethic come from?
1: Mm. Um I, Oh, I, I like massages and facials. So I <laughs> support that. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, super bad joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting um, for these answers. This yeah, is what we're they're, give they're, the people what they want. Um, yeah. Um, I think it was, you know, I just again. I, I think this really all stems from my childhood. The more and more I say it, like you know. um, I was just, so the show came out, right? And in the show, they feature a photo in the first episode where I am holding a massive python. We thought it was like nine foot. Looking back, it was probably like 11, 12 foot python. I'm with my dad. It had killed all my chickens. So we sold the snake and we got more chickens. I'm like, I don't know, however, whatever age this height is. I don't, I don't know kids. I don't understand that stuff. So I'm this old and um, we sell the snake. And you know, two hundred fifty dollars, whatever the heck. I think I sold it my uncle, you yeah. know. And uh, I bought chickens. Now I didn't pay for the coop. My dad paid for the entire coop, so I didn't really pay for everything. I wasn't so much of an entrepreneur, but I just kind of learned about like the business. And he was taking my eggs, and I was selling them at church. And people would have special orders where they just wanted the green eggs. And then I was like growing my flock, you know. And I would like take incubators to schools where they would do school projects like science projects they would hatch my chicken eggs they'd pay me to do it and then they'd give me the chickens back because no one in like the nice big neighborhoods could keep chickens in their backyards like I lived on acreage so like I could um and I just kind of learned it just became part of my DNA I think you know and then you play sports and you're doing that on top of the, the standard school that everyone's you know going through and then I did want things. I did want a cell phone and my parents were like, you're not having a cell phone. So I went out and got a job and bought a cell phone behind my parents' back. Like, you know, like you, I don't want to just, I want stuff. So back to the facials and the, the massages. If you just, I, I don't know. I'm just like providing for myself and it's a lot. It's led me to some interesting avenues, some really boring ones too, but um, you know, I'm could not be a happier person with where I am right now
0: the thing that I love about the way that I see you move through life and that I see move through business, because your worlds are very intertwined, personal and professional are very intertwined. You do it with such a strong moral compass. And it is so refreshing to see someone who is working their butt off and who is doing right by people. Um, you know, in an industry, in industries where you know not everyone has a moral compass. Yeah. Um, you know, you're you've been a very successful model. You're in social media. You're in the industry. You know, in entertainment, like that's not the norm. And I just want to applaud you for being grounded and being such a good person amongst so many opportunities that could lean into temptation so many opportunities that you know could take someone you know away from their center yeah and you you consistently you consistently trudge forward in goodness and in kindness and in faith and it's so refreshing
1: how do I just keep you in my pocket when I'm like feeling down and out so that you just you're doing
0: great sweetie you know just like I'll shadow you all day long every day baby girl
1: I need some love. I mean, that was so sweet. Thank you. Um, It's not, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a, a way you could um do everything selfishly and in your best interest. And to a degree of it, like I'm in a very vain industry, you know, the modeling, sure, the TV stuff. Yeah, like social media. Um, So yeah, it, it can be done at different levels. I also think it could be done at a more, wholesome and and outreach level than I do it as well so I mean there's there's always room for improvement but uh I don't know I just a golden rule like doing to others kind of thing right like I just I'm not gonna like be a snake in the grass no pun intended I was
0: gonna say interesting choice of words
1: (laughs) sorry I'm not gonna be a well I just (laughs) uh, I you know I just don't want to I don't know. I'll do anything that's gonna come back around, and I try to be as as good as I can. And not you know, not everyone's gonna like you, and you're gonna ruffle some feathers, and that's okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's easier to just like be honest and just be upfront than it is to like placate a lie for forever. So,
0: where did you learn your skill of being so? like, refreshingly direct? Like, where did your communication, sense of communication and your wisdom in linguistics come from? Because you are so good at, like I said earlier, talking to people, but also, like, bringing people into your world, a, a, you know, encouraging them to believe in whatever it is that you're working on, Um, connect with people. How did you harness that
1: skill? Ooh, um, I... <laughs> Sometimes I just look like I'm like budging it the whole time, you know, like <laughs> I watch other people like my husband is just so calculated on his approach with people. And it's the most beautiful thing. And I'm like, how do you have it together, <laughs> you know, and I'm over here just you know, scraping what I can. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I just I, I think there was a period of time in my life where I was trying so desperately to fit in somewhere. High school, right? Everyone had those growing pains, and uh, I just—it just wasn't me. I was experiencing levels of bullying. I, you know, uh, went through disgruntled, uh, disgruntled relationship with my my parents, which was horrible. I look back at it and it's like wasted time. Why? Um, all just because I just felt like I was trying to place myself in a spot that I knew internally I didn't belong. Um, I cut all my hair off one time. And it was like, knew me like, what's up? Right. Like literally cut it all off. And the next day I go to Miami, Miami, right. Everyone is mm, everything. Okay. And I walk in with this like super short, like little dude haircut, like this super athletic build. It maybe wasn't the most cohesive look for me. Right. But it forced me to get out there and just like I was just like so uncomfortable in my skin and I felt like I was like it it actually isn't about like your hair and what your body looks like and what your face looks like it's like you have other attributes you can communicate you have a head on your shoulders like you've done some really cool stuff in life like even just at that age like lean into that stuff and so I don't know where I'm going uh you asked me how it's I kind so of like, yeah so I just really think that it like forced me to kind of get creative with what conversation looks like. And it forced me to come out of whatever little box I thought I had put myself in. And I, maybe I, maybe I deliver that in my conversation to people to where it's almost kind of like a little bit more welcoming or it's like, there's like room to just be yourself. And maybe that's how it works. Maybe that's where it came from. But, um, you about the the directness, like uh, that. Oh, good lord! Sometimes I want to tone that down. Um, I have to like put like a ha 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 at the end of things, not that serious. But um, yeah, I you know I don't. Some stuff just kind of perfectly falls in line that helps create the person that you are, and some stuff sucked, and some stuff was awesome. But I don't know.
0: I think it's a perfect blend of confidence and curiosity. If I, were to, I mean, if I were to boil it down, oh <laughs> right? So yeah. let's talk about your journey of all the jobs that you've had from the early years, like yeah. out of college. What history were you in, and how did that lead you into modeling and then into sunny collabs and then into all the amazing projects that you're doing today?
1: Okay, so we'll go like super quick, but it's all kind of like ropes together and it's like full circle. Um, So right when I got out of college, um, I want to say it was probably just serving tables for a hot minute, like Buffalo Wild Wings. There was some like nicer dining place in the area that I served at or whatever. And um, eventually a gentleman sat down at my table who kind of like piqued my interest in in just like life differently than I was experiencing it. Uh, we used to do all, he did all, he does all inclusive European Porsche tours. So he takes people to Europe and they do these luxury driving trips. You're in Porsches, you know, Ferraris, Bugattis, whatever car you want. Right. Um, and you tour different parts of Europe and, uh, he brought me on and I, you know, learned about five words of German and, uh, thought, you know, I was like set to sail and we did, uh, you know, tours two to three times, a year where I'd go to Europe and all these, I'm I'm dealing with all these lawyers and doctors and just entrepreneurs and just people that are so above me. And it was just really cool. Uh, It kind of catapulted me into not the real world. I was still very much a child and had no idea what I was doing, but it just kind of took me out of where I was and took me out of the mundane serving career that people can get stuck in and, and don't want to be in. Uh, From there, I bounced around a little bit and did some like food service equipment sales. That's kind of when I said some of it was super boring. That was it. That was the stuff that was really boring. Hated it. Um, And then eventually was no longer doing food service equipment. And Kayla, who's with Sunny Collabs, and I connected, and she was bringing Hayden in at the same time. And we just kind of said, Hey, we you know, we could possibly do this. Kayla had already been using and abusing me on social media for my, my platform and my reach. I was the person that she would go to, to promote her brands and stuff. And, um, she was like, don't, you know, more people, I can't just have your face and all my stuff. And I was like, okay, fine. Fair. So we like looked at our Rolodex and brought people together. And next thing you know, like we're a year and a half and almost two years into this bad boy. And, uh, you know, global domination is the name of the game. So that was kind of the transition, you know, that did some event coordinating and wedding planning in there one way or another. And um, just, you know, stuff just kind of fell into place to where now I'm, I'm networking with people, but I'm also like planning these events with like detail and stuff like that. So there's like little bits and pieces that came from like where I was prior to Um, the modeling. I started that. Well, I mean, my mom had me walk in a runway when I was a child. Then they realized, well, that one's got a head on her shoulders. She's a hot head on her shoulders. I think it's probably what it was. Uh, so they said, nope, you're done with that. So um, it didn't model anymore. And uh, later on when I was an adult-ish and was able to start making my own decisions, kind of picked back up. I dated a guy who had a uh, camera and we you know took some photos and then finally didn't it just merged into me getting with a couple agents and working with a bunch of people in the area to building my own brand on social media because of those images to where I was able to then self book and direct book my own image um and then you know you start working with photographers that you like so then that brings that in so then that's another part that merges in with Sunny is because it's just um You know, we have the talent agency, basically not agency, but, you know, I'm, I'm the talent director. So we've got a network of, you know, a well over a thousand people, um, and it's getting closer to 2000, probably that we can work with, whether they're models, content creators or influencers and and that being, working my way up through the modeling industry on my own allowed me to kind of figure, figure out what it's like behind the scenes to create that stuff. So just kind of, again, fell in, fell in line. I don't know.
0: How did you create your platform? Because you have a very strong following on social and you are very well networked. How did you build that community? When? How long ago was it when you saw maybe a big surge in your following? Or what kind of led to that online community, community that you cultivated?
1: When I first started, like, becoming a woman and I was, like, doing a bunch of like my own just fun photo shoots they're called like for trade basically. Um, I was getting maybe some sexier photos that allowed me to um, grab people's attention. Uh, it's not really content I share anymore, but uh, so I kind of yanked the rug out from underneath them. So sorry, you OGs. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just did that. And, and at that time, Instagram specifically was like all about the like perfectly curated photo and videos weren't a thing. And it was like super easy to just like put on a nice outfit, be a cute person and have success. And, uh, I rode that train about as long as I could. And now you guys, now I got to make reels and stuff. And it's like, absolutely not. Um, so it, you know, it, it was just, i think i'd right place right time kind of thing and i had access to really good photos and wasn't afraid to put myself out there and then locally i really made an effort to do anything and everything with everyone so it was working with different creatives in the area or brands and businesses almost like i do with where it's just kind of like i submerge myself in whatever it is that i'm doing And we'll just, you know, Hey, you know, let's trade. I can shout your stuff out. You can, whatever, you know, give me product or a service or I don't care. Like I did not need to be paid. I did not care to be paid. I just wanted like this stuff was, I was going to buy anyways, you know? And so just over time, you just kept working with people and you'd meet more people and then they'd introduce you to other people. And the next thing you know, you're several years into it and got a little, little network little following and it just it grew
0: speaking of content and reels you did a reel which was playing a prank on your dad of putting false eyelashes on all of his taxidermy (laughs) (laughs) where where does this creative genius come from
1: oh I stole that video that's not my I can't take credit for that no Um, so, well, I, that's a, that's a lie. Um, I carry around in my car, there's like one little compartment in my car, um, a big baggie of Google eyes and I will just tag anything and everything. You know, you get a couple little drinks in me and all of a sudden I'm pulling the baggie out and I'm just like tagging everything. Um, but, um, not, not that I'm driving my car, but I bring the Google in. Okay, all right. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Things get chopped and screwed in the wrong spot. You never know. Um, and, and uh, you know, so then it just kind of got it. I don't know. Like dad's got this room. It's a really cool room. And it's called the Cabela's room. Just You walk into the room. You're in his garage. And you walk into like a compartment of the garage. And it's a room. So you walk in and to the right is just the woods and the scene, there's grass, there's tree. And to the left, you're on the porch of a, you know, a cabin. And so you walk in and you're completely removed from anything. There's, there's a duck hanging from the ceiling. Like it's flying. My dad shot that. It's literally a tree that my dad brought in in pieces and like put it in there. The scene that wraps the walls, I believe, don't quote me on it, is I think it's a scene from, or it's a shot from one of his favorite tree stands. So then there's grass and he's got all his like mounts in there. And I don't know, you just get down there and you just, well, this is super manly. I got to ruin that, you know, and saw somewhere that some chick put eyelashes on her thing once upon a time. And I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. Just happened to be Halloween. They were all like on sale after Halloween. So I grabbed a ton of them the fear of Jesus Christ was in me as I'm listening to my dad, like step down the stairs, coming down to the garage. And I'm in there, like literally in the video, I'm like, like trying to put this thing, this lash on there. And I don't want to put glue on it because I don't want to ruin it. So it's like not the most adhesive stuff. It was, it was a lot, it was a lot of emotion that went into making that. Um, but it was, I don't know, I guess people kind of thought it was funny. And it took him like, months to realize that. That was in there. I mean, months. He's, he's also getting a little bit older, so I'll cover some slack, but we had to point it out.
0: Oh my gosh, so awesome. Speaking of your dad, I quasi met him this mm-hmm. past week at the launch of your mm-hmm. show, Serpent Invasion, on the History Channel. We collectively, as a team test crew, watched the first episode. How did you get connected? with the History Channel, and walk us through what the show is and your involvement with it.
1: If you thought I was talking a lot before, this is gonna be pretty long-winded, so. Let's do it. Talk a lot, people. Um, Yeah, so, like I said, with the chickens, right? Um, The snake ate all my chickens. That photo was literally on the show. I don't know if you know it, the shirt my dad was wearing that night was a recreation my mom made it for him. And it's like the shirt that he's wearing in that photo with the snake. So my mom like did an iron on thing for him and it was just so cute. Um, yeah. So snakes were just always around. I lived in the woods and we were on about five, six, seven acres. I can't remember. remember—in Tarpon Springs. And it was just back in the woods. Like I mean, it was literally a dirt path. There was no light. It was pitch dark when you tried back there. So nature just kind of did its thing and um i had chickens and you know we had other animals too that we collected uh but you know we we had chickens and this python is they are legitimately a problem in the floor it's not even a joke and this thing was obviously somebody's pet it just helped itself into my cage that was obviously not very secure Those chickens are stupid they never got out and um it ate two of them, got tried to kill the third one. There were only three could not get back out because of the two it had in its stomach was too full did not eat. The third one just left it dead. And so that's when I came down to feed my chickens in the morning. And there's this massive snake. So I run upstairs to my dad, my like, dad, 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 my chickens are missing. Like one's dead. And, and he's thinking it's a rattlesnake. I know that sounds scary, but like, that's a very real thing out there. So we, uh, comes down there and yeah, math thought, and sell it. I get more chickens more snakes there's rat snakes I've got a photo also in the show there's a photo where I'm in this like little rainbow shirt you know because I'm gonna be a girl but also snakes <laughs> um, and I'm holding the snake but what you don't see there is that snake had an egg in it's like it ate an egg and I squeezed the egg back up out of the snake's mouth I was like not today you know like and so it just you know and then I owned snakes. I had some, I met my mm-hmm. husband and I had a snake and he was like, Mm-mm, no ma'am. Uh, so I got rid of the snake and that was kind of in the end of like my snake experience. Uh, but then my sister-in-law was booking a hunt for her and her husband randomly with my now hunting partner, Bill and, um, uh, Bill Booth, who's on the show and he does a bunch of snake and alligator hunting outside of that and he's like you've kind of got a witty com- like you know personality you're snarky he's like you know I think they're wanting to put a woman on the show you could be a good fit if you're calling me about a python hunt like you'd be a good fit my sister in was like well you know I'm about to have a child in two months so no thanks but no thanks um and just was like but please you know hold up I know someone else who might be a really good fit if that's what you're actually looking for so gracious and kind of her to do that first of all and amongst like the in-law situation like that's really cool connected with bill all of a sudden it was hey mom any photo that you might have of me with a snake from my childhood can you please send it to me and of course it I had them because I had so many snakes growing up but then it wasn't just like okay can you like can you are you okay with snakes but can you hunt oh yeah sure I got plenty of pictures of me hunting my my dad my sis my siblings and I we go hunting So I pull all those out, send those to the network. And then they're like, okay, but can you speak on camera? I'm like, shoot, I've been doing commercials, like green screen stuff, like teleprompter. What do you want? Yeah, absolutely. It was just weird. They just all fell into place way more than, yeah, I mean, it's like the Lord puts you in specific spots for specific reasons. And I was meant to be there for some unforeseen, (laughs) no idea why, but here we are um and then yeah we just uh the network liked it they're like cool she's got all her teeth she's in and I went out there for two months and I was like a pig and shit out there just filming in the Everglades in my camo like wrangling snakes so how long ago were you filming I'm sorry
0: how long ago were you filming
1: this April
0: and May I think that's a fairly quick turnaround for the show to be airing it is
1: but here, like, how does anybody do anything and just hold that in? Like, I, that's just like, you know, like redneck game. Like, that's like, that's not a Marvel's movie. You film that thing and it doesn't come out for two years. How does that not like, I don't even look like that anymore. Like, how do you, my goodness. I was just like, you know, chomping at the bit, like not trying to like tell anybody. It's like the one cool card I had to pull, and I just couldn't pull it. But um, yeah, no, it was a quick turnaround, and uh, I know that they were trying to sync it up with the actual swamp people with the gators, and they had to film that later on because uh, there's a very specific season for that, and then that needed a turnaround as well. Um, they've got they've got the uh, the footprint for what these shows look like, so it's you know I I feel like it's kind of plug and play on the shots they're looking for. Uh, and they have a very talented crew out there. I met some really awesome people. I uh, have some, you know, long-standing relationships with them now. And uh, they just, you know, everyone knew what they had to do. And they just went to work. and It was really cool.
0: Do you have a manager that helps you navigate all of this? Or are you doing it yourself?
1: I'm hiring. <laughs> um, I do not have a manager. Uh, again, just the, you know, kind of the weird... Path that life has taken me. I've been doing a lot of my own direct booking, and i there's conversations and questions. I'm not worried about having there's lingo that I understand that maybe I wouldn't understand if I wasn't doing it myself. I tapped into a new level of uh, I don't know what's going on here when it was with the show. I mean, you're basically you're signing contracts up against you know whoever the network is, and you got to just make sure that you've dotting your I's and crossing your T's and you know, you're not going to do anything that's going to get you in trouble later. But, um, I had, I've got some people that are in the industry one way or another and I was able to lean on them for this, but, um, no, right now it's just, you're looking at it. Just me.
0: Amazing. So you still model, you Mm -hmm. are one of the partners of Sunny Collabs. Mm -hmm. You are very involved in your community you have a husband you have two dogs you maintain your relationship with your family you are doing the most what does a day in the life look like for Tesla?
1: um i mean that ranges it depends what end of the spectrum i'm on right you know um i think you just try to you try to dabble in all of it right a little bit so woke up today and uh, had a bunch of stuff I had to tackle for for Sunny, and I was head down on on the computer doing that. And but then some people, some folks from my personal life, had questions about utilizing Sunny for their personal brand or their business. So I'm bridging those gaps. Uh, then it was tying up some ends from the watch party, and you know what does the the posting and the content look from that prepping list you know and then I'll be done here I'll get back on the computer I'll go do some stuff with for Sunny again and then I've got a workout that I'm hopefully gonna make uh, and then it's date night with my husband and I've got some delicious stone crab claws in the fridge and we're gonna just sit down and detach from our phones and have some one-on-one time and and you know and then I don't know play with the dogs and watch some tv or something Get back on my computer later but uh, I mean it's it, you just do it again so then tomorrow I've got a shoot, I'm on set all day and I'll be there for five or six hours. So I'll cram stuff in while I'm not on while I'm not in front of the camera. I'll be on my computer working. uh, And then I'm later on seeing a client after that. So it's just a bunch of bouncing around and you just really have to have a good calendar. (laughs) But that's you know uh, sorry.
0: No no what apps or organizational system do you use to make your life run
1: well? <laughs> um apple calendar <laughs> i don't know um that's about it I, I everything is in it so literally i set a reminder for me to come set up my lighting and everything here and make sure it was right and i set a reminder before that to do my hair and makeup and um you know thankfully i eat all the time so i don't set a reminder to eat that's not an issue um but Apple calendar. Yeah. Literally. Um, like date night is like in there, in my husband's calendar too. I send him a request. I'm like, it's date night. Right. So that's what we use. And, uh, I don't, I'm not a super calculated person on posting on my socials. I'll, I'll post six days a week and then I'll go three weeks with nothing, uh, which is not great. But, um, so there's no like calendar or anything. It's kind of just as I'm feeling it, or if I'm in a mood, or it's you know almost that time of month. Maybe I don't want to do something. You know, I don't know. I don't it's just.
0: It sounds like you've learned yeah. how to effectively time block for yourself. Like you've become a master of your time and a master of your calendar, and I imagine that that gives you freedom to do all the things that you have going on.
1: Yes, It I, I have actually. I've gotten. I'm very punctual and I'm uh, very detail oriented on things. So that is, yes, it is a a very strong suit that I have. I think the down part about that is, Oh, I know how efficiently I can function. I can squeeze one more thing in. And you know, the, the husband and I have to sit down and be like, hi, uh, we need time for us, please. And you know, you're together for eight, nine years. Like you, you do have to make love and, and marriage are priority. So uh, I think, if, you know, luckily he's a busy person. So it's so, not like I'm dealing with some stage five cleaner, cleaner, but um, you know, it. you do have to, you have to prioritize things and that can get, sometimes you don't prioritize correctly. Sometimes you, you say yes to too much and then you have to back out things and the things that usually go over the workouts. So, yeah.
0: I love how you have had so many lives in this lifetime. I sense a sense of adventure from you. I feel like not a lot of folks give themselves the permission to mold and change and shape and explore the way that you continue to do in your life, which has you know, lent itself to the amazing experiences and such a wide array of things that are on your resume where does that like permission and confidence come from?
1: So I look at it though, like I've got this one friend that I've known since I was like, you know, right out of college. Right. And he just like, he literally lives in hotels and airplanes. Wow. And he just like, he travels everywhere and he's got relationships in all these different places. And, and, as that might be fun for a season for me, um, I do look at that and I say, that's a sense of adventure. Holy crap, I wish I could do that. Um now my my husband and I want a family ultimately, and and I like being vested in a community, in one community and and um growing my roots there. So it is not necessarily the route I would truly want to go. But you know, I I definitely do crave that sense of adventure. And um, I think I get a pretty fair amount of it. But I I wasn't privy to knowing any other way than this, honestly. Um, I mean, I was just as a child, like, I mean, I was, I had so much room to grow up on every ounce of my imagination. And if I Wanted to just sleep outside and build myself a tent at night. I was like, all right, go for it, girl. Like, whatever. You know, I'm taking all my mom's nice nightgowns and turning myself into Mulan because that was the hot movie at the time. we running through the mud. Like it just was, I was never, it was, that was never, The uh, creativity was never dulled for me and my, my siblings. And so we just kind of just did it. We wanted to do it and you know now i'm older and you got to be a little more calculated on the stuff that you do and how does it play and how does the other stuff get affected but um yeah just some of this stuff i mean the show i wouldn't have been able to have done the show had i not had such a strong support system at home like my husband really played a huge part in supporting me and doing that if i didn't have him you know we'll just the dogs alone Who's going to watch the dogs right not to mention somebody there it's like encouraging you coming to visit you and asking how it's doing and giving you tips and you know, stuff like that. Like, so I don't know. I I guess you just kind of know else you just do it and you got to be calculated about it. Don't be whimsical, but you just, if it's something you want to do and you you really enjoy doing it, just, just do it. Um, It's freeing to be able to, I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have a boss these days. I mean, I have a boss, Sunny Collabs, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I don't, I just kind of get to, I just get to do life at my pace. And it's a really cool thing. And everyone around me supports the speed in which I move. And it's, it's awesome. I don't know how else to say it.
0: <laughs> we've, we've mentioned Sunny Collabs multiple times throughout this episode, but I would love for you to give us like the brass tacks of what Sunny Collabs is, what the company offers, um, because I do feel like there's a lot of folks that are listening to this that um, could perhaps benefit from a service like Sunny Collabs.
1: Yeah, so Sunny Collabs is basically your uh, one-stop shop for social media. Uh, it is an all-encompassing content um, internet. I don't, I don't know the age range that we have listening, but you know, internet promotion and uh, platform management. So. You can really take any one of these pillars and combine them with other ones or just, you know, you can do them all or you can do one, you can do none, whatever. But, you know, we've got our content creation team. Hayden Roberts oversees that. Uh, He's one of the the partners at Sunny. And we can create photos. We can create your reels. We'll, We'll batch your reels for you. So those are really quick, you know, 15 to 30 second videos, usually filmed on a cell phone. And uh, we can do like nice sizzle reels or like recap highlight reels. And those are going to be like on a professional camera. They're sexy. They've got these like fun transitions, you know? So we can, we can create your content. We'll give that to you with a nice little bow on it and you do what you want. Or we can manage your platform as well. So we'll manage your platform and we'll run your Instagram. We'll run your Facebook. We'll run your, whatever it is, whatever your social media platform is. And we can use the content you give us, or we can create our own content for you and answer the messages that come through, redirect people to, uh, you know, links and booking, things like that. Then we can put real bodies in everything, put real bodies in your content, real bodies talking about it online. And that's where the Talent Network comes in. And that's me. So I oversee our Talent Network and um, we've got a bunch of influencers that are happy to sit there and, and experience your product or your brand. And they'll talk about it on their own page or they'll be in your content that's on your page. And you can have long-standing relationships you can have a whole bunch of them come through at different times Um, and then the last thing that we do is uh kind of like our sunny socials so there are these large curated events either a venue or a brand puts it on and uh, we can we can do as much and as little as you want we can plan the whole thing for you or we can just kind of staff it and put influencers in there but it really does really just kind of depends on how much you want and what you need. You might have some of this covered and you don't need us to do certain things. And we get that we'll work alongside of you, but it's really just giving you a fresh presence to the online world and really putting your best foot forward with, you know, as much of your, you know, as much as your presence as you can on social media.
0: Talk about how, this company has grown and what you guys are excited about in the
1: future? Um Company has grown. I, I mean, I'll tell you, because I was one of Kayla's, you know, go-to girls for, you know, Hey, I've got this plant company, but actually this is them. <laughs> <laughs> You're mine. Shut up. Um, and, and they were like, Hey, you know, do you have anyone? Do you have any influencers that have a good following? And I had a good following, you know, didn't mind getting in front of the camera so Kayla's like can I use you in these photos and if they give me some free plants we post about them I'm like heck yeah let's go I love plants you know a restaurant or anything like that and so I was her go-to girl and like I said earlier she was like all right I can't have you and everything I needed other people I was like I know other people she was like okay and also like the content I'm creating isn't that great we need to we need to have good content well luckily she was speaking to Hayden at that time and Hayden brought in that position as well and just like out of nowhere it was like Poop, we're just okay we're working together cool and we just you know supported one another and our different little skill sets that we had and it just grew and it, you know like we grew the talent network we grew the the content team we grew our sales team and and now we've got you know eight nine people on our team it was just you know it was just one it was Caleb and then it was us three and and then we've got all these contractors that we work with so we've got content creators and um other people that we bring in for stuff so yeah um a year and a half I think maybe we're at maybe even just a year just over a year and it's we're a whole little team it's so crazy at first it was just kind of like a hope and a dream and maybe this will stick the community has just been so warm to it for the most part um and um, yeah, I mean, we love Tampa and we love being here and, and, and we want to have this be like our baby, you know, this is ground zero for us, but you know, there's other things out there besides Tampa. And so who knows who's where it goes. Um, you know, obviously our minds wander quite aggressively, but, um, hopefully, you know, global domination, you know, <laughs> uh, Spread the, the footprint wherever we can. And, but we work with some people that are in, in different areas. You know, there's some e-commerce opportunities that come up. So we are able to utilize people outside of the Tampa area. And that's been really cool seeing that part of our network grow as well.
0: What are you excited about in your world? Yes, the sunny world is part of your world, but in the greater world of Tesla, what are you excited about for the future?
1: Um, I'll stay on sunny real quick on that one. Um, I'm just I'm flabbergasted at what this team has done. Honestly, it's, it's beautiful. It's cool. It's really bringing a lot of people together We're one of those, our mentality is there's enough pie to go around and it's not a jealousy thing. It's not cutting anyone out. You don't like us. You don't want to work, work with us. That's totally fine. Like we wish you, we really wish you very well and we hope that you are successful. Um, so to see this grow and to see that mentality remain, uh, is is really something that I'm very excited for and I'm confident in. Outside of that, um, uh, you know, episode one of the shows come and come and gone, and you know, two will be happening this week. And I, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm obviously very much in the hunting world just naturally. So, or outdoors world, we'll call it. And uh I don't, I don't know what doors that's going to open. If any, it could have just been like super fun. And I gave it one go and I've got these super embarrassing clips that I get to look back at for the rest of my life. You know, rewind if you like the face that I made. I don't know if it does something, it does something. My husband and I are, are, you know, family planning is, is on the horizon. So that's also something that we're, we're very excited about. So just, you know, I'm full steam ahead uh really happy with where i'm at my family is so close physically um but and and you know relationship wise so on both sides so it's really really just couldn't be a, a happier person
0: <laughs> what would your advice be to someone who wants to do their version of what you're doing whether it be with the show with sunny collabs with your modeling and all of your other projects with your amazing ability to build relationships what would your advice be to them
1: i think all in all no one else is going to be an advocate for you you are going to have to do it yourself Mm -hmm. and you better be ready to work um it's not uh you hear the stories where the beautiful Chanel model got picked up because she walked into the mall at the right time. Like that doesn't happen. Let's be real. That doesn't happen. Um, you have to you have to take no a lot. People are going I mean, it, rejection sucks. But dang it. That builds some character mm. and um, you really have to take rejection. Um, modeling is nothing but rejection. I applied for probably four or five shoots today. I'm not going to get a single one, but I put myself in there because I need some chick that's five nine with short runner that's between the age of 30, 35. So that's, that's also like 18,000 other people in the surrounding area. So, you know, uh, I just have freckles in the right spot. If I get picked, I don't know, but y- you, you know, it's, it's, it's really rejection. That's, And you've got to just learn how to take it and know that that's not, it's not a bad thing. It's just an opportunity to grow and learn and adapt and, and, you know, sunny, you you just, you want brands or you want influencers, you want people that are there. And if there's no's that's rejection, but that just means find out how you make it happen. You know the the, sh- the show may not happen again. That could be rejection or some grand scheme of things that I where I want to see it go could happen, and that's, and that's rejection if it doesn't happen. And you just, I guess that that there there's a lot of that in there. So you just got to kind of buckle up, Buttercup, because it's not going to be it's not it's not yeses all the time, and you got to really be your own advocate.
0: So refreshing to hear honestly because oh, i think that yes especially <laughs> in your world of social media right this is it's everyone's highlight reel it's everyone's you know best moments that they're sharing yep. Yep. and it's the behind the scenes moments this is why we started the show is to get to the meat and potatoes of real life experiences what people are building and how they built them and that includes building character and it is very refreshing to hear someone like you who has been so successful in so many different arenas of life to say it was the nose that built your character. And that ultimately led you to where you are. And I always love the phrase, God's rejection is God's protection. So it's there just you redirecting you where where you need to be.
1: I know there's always some like cheeky line for things like that, but I'll mess it up. Like not my monkey, not my circus. I was always thinking <laughs> yeah. my monkey... And honestly, I could have just said it wrong. I don't really know. I just kind of spit one out. And and so I just stay away from them and I just kind of explain what it means. And then someone always has the cute little saying that they know perfectly because I forget them. But yeah.
0: Well, how can we support you moving forward? How can we support you and where can we find you?
1: Um... All of my socials are Tess Lee. So that's Tess with one S, Lee with four E's because two and three E's were taken. Um, and seriously, I was like, come on. <laughs> my Mary last name is a nightmare. Um, and my maiden last name is, you know, relevant, but not. Um, I don't, you know, uh, I think more what is fulfilling for me is, is this type of stuff where I can give back and I can share the little ounce of knowledge that I have. I do not profess to have made it in either, not either. I'm in multiple avenues and, and any of the avenues that I'm in. Um, I am not the best at what I do. I'm not even near mediocre at what I do. Uh, But if any little token of knowledge that I have is helpful to someone or there's some experience I have that resonates with somebody and they've got more questions on it. Like the most fulfilling thing for me is to just be able to be a tool that somebody can use and, um, don't no, use and abuse me, please. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, no, seriously. I, that's, that's all I, all I need to know is that I'm reaching people positively.
0: Well, you are. And I love you. And I'm so grateful to have had you on the show. Thank you for your time and your wisdom and your energy and your outlook on life and all the things.
1: Well, thank you. Had, it was a, a pleasure to be here. And, um, you know, I'll have, you know, this is my first podcast. Oh, you know, did I talk too handsy? I feel like I was a little too handsy.
0: No, you were perfect. Everything was the best. Okay. Everything great.
1: is the best. Well, Marin, you are my number one in both my heart and my podcasts.
0: I'll take it. I'll take it. I've peaked, guys. I've peaked. (sighs) Well, I love you. Have a beautiful day and thank you for coming on the show.
1: Thank you for having me. Love you.
0: Love you. Bye. Wow, you guys, that interview was just amazing. A huge thank you to Tess for coming on the show. Another big thank you to our hosts at Dash Radio and producers at Island City Media. If you like this episode, you can listen to it again and again on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review so we can continue bringing you the people and conversations that you love, just like Tess. Lastly, if you want to connect with me offline, you can find me at MarenCostello.com and Maren Costello Radio on Instagram. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week with another amazing guest on Maren Costello Radio.
2: and feel all right Hear the children crying One love. Hear the children crying One heart. Saying give, give thanks, thanks and praise, the praise to the Lord, Lord And I will feel all right Saying let's, let's get, get together and feel all right Whoa, 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 whoa Let them all pass all their dirty remarks One love. love to ask Is there a place for the hopeless sinners who has hurt on mankind just a uh, save his own belief One love